0: my thing in action Burr! To be, to see, to feel, to live Burr! That's what's happening I put my heart in action to run, to go,
1: to get, to give.
0: Burm. That's what's happening. It's the Review new podcast. I'm DJ. Yeah, I'm Evan. And uh, this is the podcast where we typically look back at our uh, uh, favorite filmmakers and you know talk about their movies through a modern lens. But today we have a request. Thank you so much to Dr. Goatman for Dr.
1: Goatman. once again, Professor Goat, <laughs>
0: Goatman, Goat. <laughs> once again <laughs> for requesting everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> and if you'd like to request uh, and uh, a movie for us to review, or you know a song or an album, uh, I do the live stream requests and blase blase. Uh, you can head on over to koficom slash rapcritic, uh, and you can get that requested for that. And if you want to actually hear the episode early first, you can head on over to patreon.com slash rapcritic, where that is where, uh, if you join up, uh, uh, you can uh, get to hear episodes early, see Rap Critic episodes early, plus join the Rap Critic Patreon Discord, and you get to hear the new exclusive songs that I put up there that's really fucking tight, so, you know, get way to act like you want it, but uh, enough of that bullshit, we gotta get into this movie, because, oh boy, there is everything to talk about. <laughs> Literally everything to talk about yes. in this movie as we get into everything, everywhere, all at once. Ah, it's happening. Um geez, crow of this goddamn movie. Can I, okay, so I already figured out, you, you know, I've been lately doing the thing where I go like, oh, here's the parentheses of what I'm talking about in this movie. And the parentheses that I already decided that I'm going to be talking about is th- just the fact that this movie does, like, everything that Marvel movies have been doing lately, but ten times better.
1: Like, have you watched any Marvel movies lately? Um, I watched, the uh, Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is, you saw I had the binging with Babish Pizza Balls <laughs> <laughs>
0: video up. <laughs> but, I mean, just, like, for, like, that, that's actually a good one to, to go off of, because first of all, just the idea of multiverses. This mm-hmm. movie does that so much better than yeah. anything the Marvel, like, properties so far have been doing, and I, like, I just really had to sit back and, like, notice that. I was just like, whoa, like... It's,
1: it's really cool, um, it's like a it's like a middle I don't know middle ground always makes something sound like kind of wishy-washy and it's not it's a really cool and interesting sort of middle between hard sci-fi and soft sci-fi because you know they're not it's not all about the machines it's not all about it's not just
0: telling you about the the minutiae of the yeah yeah, how it works but
1: there there are machines but the machines are not all there is to it and there is a logic to what
0: like to how you make things work and what have you right
1: and so it's interestingly enough it's kind of like a mix between some um, okay, I I don't know how to say this without sounding like a crazy person, uh, but caveat: I'll explain this more. You want me to, okay. but it reminded me of a, a mix between some actual time travel and dimension hopping techniques I know of. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say actual, oh, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not say it's like, you know, it's all, they're, they're all thought, right with Sanchez. No, no, no. There are <laughs> thought exercises. There are thought exercises and psychological techniques and things like lucid dreaming mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, time travel and dimension hopping in as much as that can be a real thing. And it's, like, between that and then, like, super hard sci-fi of, like, everything's about the technology. So I thought that was really interesting.
0: Um, but, yeah, just starting off when you said multiverse of madness, because, and, and I was thinking about this as, like, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has had multiple times to do the, oh, multiversal thing. And yeah. I feel like every time they've kind of fudged it up. Multiverse- I mean, pizza balls. Uh, oh, my God. It's <laughs> so lame. Like, I'm sorry. I was just I, thinking about, like... Uh, what, you what, don't love Bruce Campbell selling pizza no, models? No, I like, hate As a matter of fact, is, I'll yeah. tell you exactly why I hate it. Because it was just like, oh, the multiverse of madness. And, like, we mainly only get to one. And it's just like, oh, look, clouds look kind of different. And, and the people and, and red lights are green instead of the green. And it's just like, really? That's I the was, extent
1: of what we're going to do here? I was, like, intrigued by that universe because... It's like okay, so they've got plants growing all over the buildings, and everybody is like dressed like goth pilgrims, and I kind of want to know more. Like, there's something kind of spooky, and it's mm. like if they had gone into that and explored well, like, that yeah, world more, I, that would th- have been
0: cool. Like, I thought, yeah, like this is like maybe the main ver- universe we're in, and then we're going to like branch off to little universes, mm. and si- you know what I'm saying, something like that. But like, it really wastes that concept in 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 uh, in exchange for oh, but look here's uh, Professor Xavier. Oh, look here's uh, the dude from the office. Oh, look here's you know what I mean. Um, and it doesn't really explore that concept in the, like, not only, you know, sci-fi, but also emotional way that this yeah. movie does. Like, well, Jesus it's such, Christ. It's
1: such a personal, it's such a personal thing. And I think, like, because it's about you and your choices in your life. And I will say, this mm. movie, I when I saw it, I saw it in theaters when it came out. And then I rewatched it um, last night. And it really just, oh, my God. It's like the, have we...
0: First of all, we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Oh, so yeah. Spoiler then, alert, guys. And, well, and, and
1: I would say this is one where you really should watch it cold the first yeah. time. <laughs> like, it's really, really. You want to watch it going in knowing almost nothing. Yes, I
0: think. and I was and, I was then, so happy that I went and I was just like, oh yeah, I'll watch it when I watch it. It sounds like everyone's giving it a lot of high praise. Let me just go in blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Go in knowing just about nothing, but then rewatch it because then once you yeah, rewatch no, it, it. it, I there were so many things that I picked up that I you know had no way of picking up on the second time, which was cool. But um, okay, I this is my like old man moment that we've been doing this so long have we done the cornetto trilogy have we done shawn of the dead and hot no no, no no end? no we have, have we done World we end? haven't
0: done his uh movies. no no okay
1: so just really the briefly like no, yeah. okay so really really briefly like world's end is one of my favorite movies That's because movie. it captures that feeling of you know, I saw that one in the theaters. I remember. No. Yeah, it's really good, and it captures the feeling of sort of being somebody who, at way too advanced of an age, is refusing to participate fully in adult life because <laughs> you think there's got to be something better out there. Right? It's like,
0: oh, we got to hang out at the pub. Come on, let's live out. Right, yeah, and yeah. and
1: like Michelle Yeoh's character Evelyn is mm. not exactly that. She's in some ways like you know way too much of a harried adult. Like she's. You know, she's running a laundromat and, you know, squabbling with her adult daughter and trying to navigate like her aging father and her marriage. And, yeah. um, you know, so she's she's very much in an adult space, but she's like living this kind of drab life. And um and and at a certain point. So, again, big spoilers go away if you have not seen this movie. She's like, we're
0: not playing with um, you. <laughs>
1: At a a certain point, you know, uh, fairly early on, she's told um, by kind of her husband but her husband from another dimension that her essentially being bad at everything that her being a loser that her (laughs) that her um giving up on everything (laughs) she tries and failing at everything she tries is actually her superpower because every time she picked up some new hobby and then failed at it that created a new universe where she excelled at at that and so more than anybody like more than somebody who say you know picked up the violin when they were 4 and that's all they've ever done she has all these like you know broken opportunities yeah. that turn into real potential um and i think as somebody who uh you know has failed at a lot of stuff mm. in my life like something about the beauty of failure the beauty mm. of potential the beauty of like mm unrealized possibility is is kind of heartbreaking and killer and comforting at the same time yeah
0: I love how like when I watch the movie like there's you know that we always have the chosen one narrative oh my god that person is so perfect they have to do this thing but like with her it's just like it's a specific piece of dialogue. What does he say? I want to make he's sure like I get it He's like, you're re- good
1: at everything because you're so bad at everything. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> he says you could do anything because you're so bad at everything.
0: Yes, yes. And I find that so fascinating to be Like, it's so the inverse of the one narrative, right? right. <laughs> like, you know. Um, and it's
1: nothing, and it's also nothing about her that is inherent other than that in this universe, everything kind of went wrong for her.
0: Yeah, and, and what's fascinating is, like, how that becomes sort of, like, you know, it, it's able to be a. We're speaking to you, the audience, and you have potential too. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. like it, I love how it's such an everyman story, but yeah. is giving you this specific slice of her life. Yeah, uh, can, can hashtag I, relatable.
1: Can I? Can I just say, like, also, like, I've been going through like a minor midlife crisis. Mm. <laughs> um, like, I don't know if it's too. I'm 34. I just turned 34, and I'm having a. a yeah, crisis. you you
0: are uh, officially, like, I think Homer Simpson's age, right?
1: Oh, God. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Marge is 34. Homer is 36. So know, you got I'm two more years until you're w- officially adult age.
1: Because oh, that's what we that,
0: all consider being that, an adult, right? It's Homer. Homer. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but I, you know, I ha- I've been
1: going through this, like, crisis the last few days of, like, oh, my God, I haven't achieved the things I want to achieve. And am I going to ever do it? Or am I going to die before, you know, am I going to run out of time? Am I ever going to achieve these things? And watching this movie in the midst of that crisis has been, um... Interesting. Like, it was like I would, when you told me we were doing this movie, I was like, "Fuck!" But <laughs> but it's also like, okay, you know.
0: <laughs> All right, let's let's do this. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. So, uh, anyway, enough about enough about my mental breakdown. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, first, first of all, I just want to start off. Michelle Yeoh is a fucking boss. She is
1: awesome. She so owns this
0: movie. And it's so funny because we just got the, to I watch Mary. like the second, the
1: second yeah. So, well, we got to
0: see her, like, you know, at the beginning of her, like, kind of where her start, you know, yeah, I feel like yeah. that was when she kind of, like, blew up, especially with in, like, international Crouching Tiger. And, down, and now we're yeah. seeing, like, uh, the, you know, the aged acting talent, you know what I'm saying, really yeah, fucking coming through. She's she kills wonderful
1: it. in this she is and it's so cool because it's like she's you know, this amazing action star that we saw in Crouching mm-hmm. Tiger, Hidden Dragon f- like playing this like very like super super cool badass warrior right. and here she's playing this like dorky, Normie, harried, vulnerable. hairy, yeah. middle aged mom <laughs> um, and, and that's I like her, care. I really like how imperfect her character is not just in that she's like not very successful and she's kind of dorky and she can't remember how to say like anybody's name but that she's like a little homophobic and she body shames her daughter and she's mean to her husband and it's like not
0: like a oh you want to be just like her like no she's a flawed person right like she
1: is genuinely flawed but not i think so much that you don't care about her root for her want her to do well
0: right so yeah um the movie starts and i i wanted to notice this because it's such a stylized movie it's so freaking cool um but it starts with where you kind of see the like the colors of that machine and then you kind of see like her and her family kind of looking happy, looking like they're doing karaoke within the mirror of something. Yeah. And then it like flips up like something yeah, flips is, up and it flips back down. And So you're already in like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, it's a very like
1: violent transition. Yeah. And, and it's just, yeah, it's just looking at like a mirror that when somebody slams the door kind of tilts yeah. and, Yeah, man.
0: And so, yeah, it cuts into her, like, dealing with, you know, uh, dealing with all of her taxes uh, uh, in her laundromat business. But, you know, she's also this, you know, immigrant who's kind of, you know, having trouble dealing with the sort of, like, wait, so what is that word for this? And so when this person's talking to me, like, what does it mean when they're saying this word? I don't know what that means. Like, so she's, like, having a lot of, you know, just, like, like trouble in general with just, like... Acclimating to Mm. like being a normal person talking business because like in general, like I said, she's this immigrant and here's this person just kind of coming at her, telling her, "Well, these are the big words, and don't you understand this big word?" Well,
1: and and you can tell that. So Jamie Lee Curtis plays a fantastic sort of villain-ish, like a complicated villain, but she plays this fantastic antagonist. She's so horrible. She reminds me of um, she's like a cartoon monster from like a Pixar movie. She was. Yes, she's like she's like like, right
0: was it. You yeah. know, like that sort she's, of person at first.
1: And she lets herself be so ugly in this. Yeah, in I did not know
0: she is. was going to have as much of a big as, of a part that, it, that she ends up having. Yeah, I thought she's, she was going to be like, oh, she's the person at the IRS, you know? Yeah, <laughs>
1: just really, really brave. And she... Um, and and she's clearly like her character is very clearly like trying to bully them on purpose mm-hmm. like she's she's really like fucking with them on purpose
0: yeah and um and, and then it's the issue where like you know it seems like there's things that are lost in translation all of a sudden, you know, her her husband starts acting kind of like manic and erratic and giving her these like weird chores that she wasn't expecting. And so like it becomes this weird thing where like she's trying to understand this person talking to her, but also like her brain keeps going in these different places where she can't even have time to like. Right. Register well what's and, and we should
1: and we should clarify like well I mean, okay, if you're listening at this point, you have seen the movie. And yeah. if you've not, you have no excuse go away but you know that's like when we're really starting to see the multiverse thing it's not just her mind getting distracted she's like actually existing in two universes at once which I think is also interesting because it's not again you were talking about like the way that multiverse stuff is often handled like in Marvel it's not treated as simple as like because I feel like multiverse stuff is very often treated the same as if it's just like a physical geographical space. Like, yeah, now here's you're,
0: this thing, and now we are showing you how this it works. Universe, and, you're, yeah. and then you're
1: going to like go through the portal. And but like, like if see-
0: you were actually dropped into a multiverse, you would probably have that fractured what the fuck is going right, on? You're thinking not, in two different place. She's yeah. not
1: going to a different universe. She's experiencing both of them at the yeah, same time. It's yeah, yeah. Because it's much more akin to like the many worlds theory in quantum physics, where I mean, and I feel, like, I feel like that's generally the explanation for multiverses these days is the many worlds theory, but, um, which is, you know, every decision you make branches off into a new universe, but it's, it's the only one where those things are actually treated as like branching fractal experiences of a human instead of just, you know, well now you hop on a plane to universe four B and your airfare will be, you know, $60 or whatever.
0: Um, so, um, Oh, Excuse me. So her daughter uh, Joy c- tries to introduce uh, her her girlfriend basically, and it, it, I think it's so interesting how this movie is distinctly like um, this movie is distinctly like Chinese, but also like Chinese American mm-hmm. in terms of like because like the main character like uh, what was the last movie we watched that had uh, Aquafina in it? It was like
1: oh yeah yeah the um, the farewell
0: yeah because it, 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 that movie like even though like. It's her going to China, like, but it's from the perspective of this person who's kind of caught in the middle. What I think find fascinating about this movie is it's a very modern movie, but it's about the mom, like, it's through her perspective. Yeah. So yeah. she, it's really from a like specifically Chinese person's perspective, but then like through her interacting with her daughter, it's like the interplay of like, you know someone who's american and chinese and kind of dealing with like trying to tell their parents about like well this is what i want to do now this is my yeah. girlfriend that i'm trying to tell you about and i love how like the, the, the michelle yo she's just like you know I, I would have accepted if she was like you know you should be happy enough that i'm accepting that she's that she that you're a lesbian but does she have to be white yeah. <laughs> like so that specific like yeah. oh my god it's this type of mom
1: is she um and you know joy i think also it's it's not you know a strict point of view we see things about joy that evelyn doesn't notice yeah, we that's see true. the daughter you know we see the and and you know the husband and everybody like we see her rushing around distracted and i i just got to say this movie i feel like i'm not saying that like evelyn the character Is definitely supposed to have ADHD, Mm. but this movie feels so ADHD ADHD because it's that it's that like everything everywhere all at once feeling of that like you know the clutter and the overstimulation and the noise and then not being able to like
0: process everything and then
1: not being able to process what the tax lady is saying to you when she's zoning out like drawing on it
0: that is kind of fascinating and um the the mom's trying to be cool about it but she's clearly being kind of standoffish when she try when it's time to introduce her to the grandma like oh this is what i was saying about like it feels like such an interesting thing with like language uh, mm-hmm. and how it's like. Oh, you know, we need to introduce her to her grandma, and it's like, to oh, grandpa, I, I, and, a, but she keeps go. messing up the pronoun. She's like her. Don't I mean, God. him. I, it's like, look, in Chinese, we only have one word for this. Okay, yeah. like we have to do It this. is
1: actually um, when uh, I was talking to a guy who um, is Afghan. And he um, speaks several languages, and his English is quite good. But he kept calling his wife "he," um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, like a lot of languages don't gender pronouns the mm-hmm. same way. Um, Bulgarian, I think, yeah. also. Oh, and Hungarian, like I said, uh, Hungarian.
0: Oh, th- that's what I was thinking. It's like it feels like honestly, it feels like every character like really gets time to be a character. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the. Uh, the, the dad kind of feels like he's short-shrifted at the beginning, but then he gets an Waymond amazing a, monologue at
1: the yeah, end. Yeah, like, no, oh my God. Waymond is such an interesting character, and he's played by the guy who played Short Round in Indian. Oh, State. my God, is that him? And, and it's so... Dude, this man his flowers! Right, and it's, it's so funny because, you know, he's best known for this character he played as a child and he has this very childlike but, but he was
0: great in that movie <laughs> oh yeah yeah but
1: no but I'm saying he has this very childlike energy and demeanor mm-hmm. and he even like very you know
0: sort of feeling he's, yeah. he's, he's
1: he has like kind of a little voice and he that's what I was
0: thinking like he looked like he looked like if they shrink Jackie Chan <laughs> like when I was hearing his voice the way it sounded yeah. like higher it kept throwing me off I was like who is
1: he's, this guy he's, kind of, he's small he's like I feel like he's slightly smaller than her yes yes and he's, I noticed that, and he yeah. wears a fanny pack with like a mm-hmm. little stuffed animal <laughs> on it and he sticks googly eyes to everything and he's yeah, really, like a
0: silly little guy you right
1: know? and so he's got you know he's got this whimsy and then that ends up you know, later in one of the multiverses where he's this, like, super cool dashing. I think he's a right. journalist. Oh,
0: and it's so fascinating. And yeah, you see him, like, he's so cool looking in the movie universe. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And then,
1: and he says, you know, the way I am, it's it's intentional. I'm not just naive. Really. Mm-hmm. This is it, the way that I, this is how I have to be to survive.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful moment in yeah. the movie. But um, going back to it so yeah so it's like the, it basically it's like oh you know introduce me to your like to your grandma and of course like I love how like every character isn't like a you know beacon of goodness right like even the the girl that she's trying to introduce to her she's just like oh yeah you know I love the elderly they're like so wise you know they like say smart stuff <laughs> or something like that which is like alright like girl <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like okay you're silly and like oh yeah the old bearded dude that uh the old white bearded dude who's like kind of awkwardly racial to her you know it's like th- there's something where like uh Michelle Yo's mess up the money and she goes like I thought you people were good with me yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my god but like it's not treated like he's like evil it's no, just it's like just oh my god incentive. this like yeah, yeah you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah um so yeah and so like it comes time for her to introduce her and she kind of uses the word that means oh she's her really good friend you know what I'm saying right, instead of saying yeah. like girlfriend and uh, oh my God, the granddad is introducing you to James Hong, and I tell you, my family loves James Hong, oh, yeah. the, A.K.A. the Emperor's homeboy. <laughs> and if you don't know why, so um, if you've ever watched the movie Mulan, there's one scene in it where, like, you know, uh, James Hong is playing the the, the oh, Emperor's council,
1: right? like I thought he sounded familiar. Yeah,
0: I remember him also from uh, Dexter's Lab when he was uh, basically doing a uh, was that Gremlins uh, parody sort of mm-hmm. uh, episode where he was trying to basically, but they were kind of, like, flipping it on its head where, like, you know, the Chinese dude is aware of the mysticism of China, but is yeah. trying to sell it to these white kids, you know, it's like, so would you like, you know, MC Quack Quack? <laughs> you know, I'll always remember that, MC Quack Quack. But, you know, I love James Hong, he's the Emperor's homeboy, and we specifically call him that in our family because, yeah, it, there's a scene in Mulan where, like, uh, the, the Emperor is, like, has some sort of, like, picture with, uh, the council, and it's, like, one of those things where, like, the, uh, the Emperor's council is, like, looking at him like this and, like, pointing at him like, hey, look, these my friend. And the Emperor's just kind of, like, looking like, you know, just bored. Like, he's not enthused at yeah, all. Yeah. So it's like, this is clearly, like, a suck-up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's so. that sort of character. So, like, we've always called him the Emperor's homeboy. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah that.
1: He, he is He's such a great, he is a national
0: this. treasure. International so, treasure. He is
1: hilarious and at times genuinely scary in this movie. <laughs> yes!
0: When he goes from, like, the daughtering old man who's like, oh, he's no threat. You know what I'm saying? He's just, like, a guy in the background. Will he even be in the movie later? And then when he's, like, in the chair and like is fully in control and trying to be like, you need to move aside because she's going to destroy everything. And then he gets such a great character. I'm sorry, like we're already rushing ahead yeah, yeah, because it's... he has such a great moment where he goes like, you know, you think he's just like this cold calculating guy. And he's like, well, I'm, what do you, you want me to kill my daughter? And then he has the moment where he's like. How do you think I feel? Like like where the veil really drops and you get to see yeah. like the emotion he's, was like, oh my god, James Hong, what the yeah. fuck? You just maybe like tear a
1: little. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so good. I think the first time that we see badass alpha alpha verse Gong Gong. Yeah, I'm I'm saying it wrong. I forgot how to actually say it. It looks like Gong Gong.
0: I think it's Gong Gong. Yeah. Gong.
1: Um, but like what, the first time we see like the badass alpha verse version of him is like you know that really tense moment where. Um, you know Jobu Jobutopaki, jo- 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 Jobutopaki <laughs> well, which I thing? really and I, they mess it up all throughout the movie so it mixes you up even I, more I trying really to remember. appreciate how Evelyn <laughs> like like realistically whenever she hears like weird words and names and terms like gets them wrong Yeah, because yeah. it's always so like if somebody in a movie is like oh yeah this is the you know flibberty gibberish and then like people just immediately yeah, I'm like, so bad I can't do gibberish Yeah but, like but when as somebody says what... that and then somebody just immediately picks it up with no difficulty <laughs> Yeah <laughs> like,
0: yeah it. I love it and it makes it so realistic like I said like th- this movie has like it's all about like language in interesting mm-hmm. ways and her like yeah trying to be like ah, I don't
1: remember what the heck that thing was <laughs> (laughs) I really also, I appreciate that both because of, unless you are bilingual and speak fluent Mandarin and... English, you are gonna need to watch subtitles because mm. they're switching back yeah, and forth. Yeah, they do, yeah. I had to okay, so I, you know, I'm one of those people I normally watch TV with subtitles on but it was really annoying because I was watching on Amazon and I had to turn the subtitles off because whenever oh my God, they would speak they Mandarin thing. they would just put a bar over I the actual subtitles and just say speaks Chinese or something and I was like
0: <laughs> well,
1: yeah, duh, I can tell that, but I but I don't know what they're saying, I hate that. It's like.
0: Yeah, but that, that's the uh, part of the thing they'll say, like, it really does feel like a Chinese, like American movie in a way, because like it really does flip into they the just language. Flip yeah, very yeah.
1: fluidly back and forth. But it and makes
0: sense as like, oh it, well, we're talking to each other. Yeah, call. yeah, yeah.
1: And you have to watch it. You have to watch the subtitles. And also you should watch it and pay attention. Because I'm normally like, you know, I like like having something in my hands and doing stuff and like screwing around while I'm watching a movie. But this one you gotta watch because there's so much happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The
1: visuals
0: um yeah she says this is her good friend becky yeah (laughs) oh that's what i said yeah i like how the movie sometimes I, i write down stuff just to make sure i get like the actual like thing of what i wanted to say right i like how the movie really uses language to communicate the emotional beats of the story i think it's so fascinating how it does that like it's such a layered thing like this isn't just a big tentpole action movie that's just trying to be fun like it what's right. fascinating I love about it is like it's that too like this movie really is all four quadrants yeah. like as you watch this movie you can just enjoy it as this fun crazy like effects driven mad- madness or you can enjoy it as this literal family drama Yeah. like that's really it's, what it is when you sit so back it's so
1: much I mean I would say that the main thing in the movie is the relationship between Evelyn and Joy Yeah. Um, and and Joy and I think it's also the way it handles because you know Joy is is having trouble with her Chinese like she doesn't she's mm-hmm. not yeah at one right. point James on so- is
0: like your Chinese is getting worse every time we speak. this yeah, mean, A <laughs> mean like, grandma. And then
1: Evelyn takes the opportunity to jump in and and mistranslate. Right, right, exactly. Say, good friend. And you know, and you can see Joy looking upset and you know being being upset and disappointed that her mom mm. did that, and she wanted to come out to her grandfather. Right. And then much later in the movie, when Evelyn gives this little speech, you know, basically saying this is her girlfriend, and I'm okay with that, and you should be mm. and you should be proud and blah blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then gives his right little speech, And then joy is like, you know, gets upset and runs out. And I like <laughs> that it is, it's like, it's not, this, it's not a, Oh,
0: this is perfectly resolved. Like, well,
1: because you know, humans aren't like humans aren't vending machines and it's not, <laughs> Oh, human wants this thing. Human wants her grandfather to know she's a lesbian. Therefore do that thing and she'll be happy. Yeah. It's like, no, people are complicated. And even if she gets, you know, quote unquote gets what she wants, she can still be hurting and still be upset. Yeah.
0: And even as, the, like, the granddad, accept, like, he's accepting it, but you can still sell, sort of, like, processing it. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know? It's not like i I'm angry. It's more like a, oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Um, and, um... Yeah, so we, we get to that part where, yeah, yeah, they get into the elevator, and the dad, like, flips up the umbrella in order to, like, you know, make sure the security yeah. camera doesn't see us so she can start it's talking a, to her.
1: And there's a little bit of foreshadowing because... <laughs> They're
0: about to get di- divorced. That, that, that's also a yeah, big key point of the they, movie. Yeah, he's got yeah.
1: divorce papers, but there's also a little bit of foreshadowing with the universe stuff because... In, in like one of the first scenes when he's down in the laundromat and, sh- and Evelyn and Joy I love that moment Evelyn and Joy are upstairs but they've got a CCTV and they're you know talking to each other they're distracted they're not looking at it but in the background you can see Waymond like flipping around and <laughs> yeah. doing all these like crazy martial arts
0: moves yeah and oh, I, another thing I just love it this feels like such an ADHD review <laughs> I
1: know I mean this is like literally like this is this maximalist insane movie called Everything Everywhere All At Once and- <laughs> <laughs> and we're, you know, that's... Yeah but I, I love strap in.
0: exactly I love but I do love the music I wanted to note on that because mm. it's like it really like carries through throughout the whole time and it really is in that way where it's like it guides the emotion but never feels overwhelming yeah. even though there are parts where it does like hit that bombastic tone but when it does it's like it's so worth it because what the moment that's happening is so epic so yeah. it's like I, I d- just want to shout out the music especially if, since these are uh, the people who directed this are uh, the Daniels or the Daniels. or as I'll just call them Daniels like yeah. this is directed by Daniels <laughs> because that's what it's. It's the like thing. a
1: whole bunch of Daniels. Yeah,
0: but these are the guys that did the, uh, directed the Turn Down for What music video. So it's like, and as soon as you, you take that information in, it's like, oh, this movie makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Without, like, using the slow mo thing. Like, oh, again, just to go back, again, like, it's using slow mo and all of these things that are, like, you know, um, tropes of modern filmmaking, especially in, like, the, the, what's his name? Zach, uh, Zach. Snyder? Yeah, Zack Snyder. You know what I'm saying? Like the speed up, slow down sort of thing. But it's used to affect here. It doesn't feel like it's just a, whoa, look at this cool moment. It feels like, no, we're really enhancing the flow of the action. Right, because there are
1: several times that it happens where Evelyn is you know, trying to universe jump while Mm. like there's a knee flying at her (laughs)
0: That's the best one, yeah. (laughs) And
1: you know, stuff like that. And so it needs to slow down in order to show the process.
0: Right, right, right. So it's
1: not just it's not just slow motion for the sake of slow motion.
0: Right, absolutely. Like this is what I mean by this is like this movie is doing action movies of the modern day but doing it like like we don't have to settle for bad stories you know just to get like spectacle like this right. you know what I'm saying yeah. like and that's what I've been feeling like especially with the Marvel movies we're gonna get into a little bit later with um the spider the latest spider-man movie and how I feel like that kind of failed in tr- in terms of trying to do the like we need to help the bad guy become a good guy which is a big thing in a lot of movies these days which I find interesting like it's a narrative way that I feel like we're evolving as like storytellers in the mainstream it, right? It
1: can be good I think sometimes it devolves into like an oversimplified like everybody's yes. redeemable and yes, nobody's yes. actually bad
0: <laughs> um, but yeah the way this handles it it handles it in a realistic way because like I said it's this family drama about like you know the daughter like as much as the movie is about Michelle Yo, as you get into the, the mechanics of the narrative it really does become about Joy and her relation to her yeah. and um So, yeah, so it kind of. We have a moment where she basically gets introduced into the multiverse, like. You know, hits the ground running where she, we like see a flash forward of her life in a way to illustrate it again. This is so fucking genius. Like, oh, we need to give the backstory next vision. How do we do that? Well, because she's going into the multiverse, of course, it's going to fast forward through showing her her whole life. So now we actually get to see her. Oh, she meets this guy. You know, she feels like she's kind of settling this sort of thing. She's like having issues with her daughter. And so, like, it gives you that flip really quick, but then it also like speeds you to like a different version where she dies and gets killed in here yeah, and there yeah. so it's like this weird sort of if you're watching it for the first time you're like what the fuck is happening yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god in that great moment uh, James Hawk again he's such a <laughs> he's so great in like just little moments where it's like It's so messed up. This is like, when she's born, he says, like, she's born. And the doctor says, I'm sorry, it's a girl. And he just kind of, like, looks a little furlough. It's just like, it, just the look that he gives. I'm like, like, fuck you, man. (laughs) They get back to the tax place with the homegirl from True Lies uh, that I always confuse with Malcolm, uh, the woman, uh, the mother from Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, I don't know why, but I always do that. I know it's not the same person, but she looks really a lot like her, right? look
1: similar, yeah. I'm not crazy. No, 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 I can see that.
0: (laughs) Um... But yeah, so basically like you know, and as I'm watching the movie, especially for the first time, I'm like really confused, but the second time I'm like having that thing where we're like, okay, what is this movie about? And of course I'm getting into my, you know, critical mode where like, uh, is there a little bit of a plot thing that actually might not be might be a little janky over here and over there? You know what I'm saying? Trying to be yeah, critical, yeah, like, yeah. does this actually track and follow through? And a, a lot of it really does, actually. Um, I like how they uh basically, you know, in, in order for the setup to like, okay, so we're in a multiverse, like, okay, we got that, but how do we how does the plot go forward, right? Like what's mm-hmm. actually like advancing things? So the idea is that like you know, in this alternate universe that Michelle Yeoh doesn't remember, um, the the Alpha Verse, like she discovers basically the ability to communicate with other multiverses and tries to get other people to like get into it too, especially her daughter. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that he pushes her daughter. She pushes her daughter too much, and she ends up like getting like. Over psyched out by the machine, so she that she's basically becomes
1: a super villain,
0: yeah, yeah. So, like it,
1: a god tier super, villain.
0: yeah, but she, her brain gets lost in all of these multiverses where it's like she can't take reality seriously, and so right. she's just kind of like moving through. And and she's maybe moving with some sort of purpose, but people don't know yet. They're just and, trying to, yeah,
1: and the way that they the visuals of Jobu Chipaki. Are so cool. I'm surprised
0: you're able to remember this name.
1: I, I, I like practiced it, um, but the visuals are so cool because you see her. Um, you know, she's wearing all these. Cr- Crazy. Man, the looks that this girl serves up is so dope. Like really, really over the top outfit. Every other like
0: cut she has like a new outfit on
1: it. And the rhythm of like and she never stays in one long enough to even like scrutinize it that much because she's just like every step she takes, she's like flipping to a completely different look. And just the little movements. That she has of, like, kind of cocking her head up and down. As she flips
0: into me. the universes. I love that when you first see her, like, trying to find her. And then she goes, click to the left. And, like, you see her flipping different universes till she gets to it. And then yeah. she clicks back. Like, yeah, that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, it's,
1: it's really. And she's so genuinely scary. And she just does such a good job um, of communicating that that power yeah like very easily cuz she's i mean yeah she's just basically like a bored kid playing in a sandbox where like everything is completely disposable
0: yeah basically um and so uh evil version of Malcolm in the Middle mom hits her uh what well, tries to attack with a pipe oh no she actually kills her and yeah, in the they, alternate universe yeah she gets killed they go to an auxiliary universe i think cuz he says like We're using an an extra universe, so don't worry about this. Just remember, don't trust anybody. And then he gets killed, and then like yeah, we see the reveal of it's the tax woman, and you're like, what?
1: So (laughs) genuinely scary because like him getting killed, her getting, and also like Jamie Lee Curtis, like in that part of it is like her physicality. She's She's got like this sort of. Gibbon like physicality, yeah. and so when she's like coming at them, and she's got like the circle, which you know is the bagel, which that that's the thing. Like you got to rewatch it because, <laughs> like at the very beginning, when she like circles with all the black ink on the receipt, and it's like, oh shit, it's the bagel. <laughs> but when she comes like up, and she's got like her shoulders kind of hunched, and her arms mm-hmm. out, and she's got the circle, it's like, is she like undead or something? <laughs> yeah, I out like, what the fuck is happening? Right, it's it's genuinely super scary. <laughs>
0: Um, now, I will say, okay, no, this next part, because it is a thing where you're like, uh, where I, I have to think like, wait, how are they, you know, the consequences of what are happening in certain universes? And I think it gets resolved, but I, I think I might have a question, maybe you'll be able to help me out with this. Because, okay, we get back to the scene where uh, Michelle Yo and um, uh, Short Round... <laughs> <laughs> the the husband women um uh, they're like they're leaving and they're going to the elevator and Michelle he was like giving him shit like what you told me that it was the person what's going on da, da, da. and then like. Uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character is just like kind of, I think she's done with her, with, with her shift or going to her lunch break or something like that.
1: She's, they left their, um, basket of, oh, that's what and it was. It
0: yeah, her. so she was bringing it to him. And then, like, Michelle Yo just turns around and just thinks, like, well, I saw her evil in the alternate universe, don't trust anybody. So she just punches her in the face. Yeah. And she goes, like, oh my god, like, oh, just, this crazy woman, like, I, I, that's it, I'm calling the security. And so, like, you know, they call security and, you know, they kind of come up and it's like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? And as I'm watching the movie, I'm thinking, like, yeah, what, what what are like are they gonna have to face the consequences? Because she did just punch an ir an IRS agent like this. That's big fucking <laughs> yeah. legal. Um, But and then so uh, the security men come in and uh, um, homeboy uh, uh, Wayman. Yeah. He like flips back into the you know knowledgeable like Alpha Verse uh, version and he starts beating the shit out of these security guards. Yeah. And my first question is wait, but these are these aren't alternate universe people, right? He's just beating up security guards in the scene, isn't he?
1: Yeah, well, I think <coughs> that the I think the movie and maybe we just neither of us have figured it out, but I think the movie does leave some um, unresolved questions because here's the thing. So now, I because I, I, I
0: think later on there is an instance where like, oh, this is another universe where those consequences like played out another. Like I, maybe if we get to it, I, I'll be able to remember. I mean, but.
1: I don't, I don't remember exactly because. You know, the thing is, the way, again, it's like, it's not this sort of, like, Marvel style, like, well, now you're in universe 84B. Right. And so, okay, you just have to go over to, you know, universe 82C or whatever. It's like, it's a little more fluid than that. And yeah. and the way that um, Michelle Yew is experiencing it, it's not this, I, I think that... Um, it's not
0: linear, necessarily, right? Well,
1: it's, one thing is that there's not a clear distinction between herself like she's at no mm. point when she's like experiencing these other universes she is herself in the other universes she's not like it's not like in you know Rick and Morty where they go to another universe <laughs> and then there's the other Rick and the other Morty right right yeah she's uh,
0: transmuted because in order for her to get into that she has to do something that reminds her of of being in that universe right like put the shoes on the wrong feet well, oh, that's like no, right it, isn't it It was, they're, they're like trigger things right I
1: feel th- I, I th- Felt like the that was it wasn't maybe you're right. You're maybe right. Because then they're thinking where
0: she says, I love you, and then it doesn't work, and she goes to the wrong universe, and then she has to do it the right way, yeah, right?
1: But it, I think what it was was that the it's a statistically improbable action. They do have to they have to do something so weird that it like gets a universe's attention or something, I guess. Hmm. But yeah, but when she's hopping, she's like experiencing she's like almost having visions or experiencing what's going on in the other universe. So When she winds up in a universe that is maybe different from the one she was originally in at the beginning of the movie, it's not like, oh, I'm in this, I'm in the wrong universe and I gotta go kill myself and secretly replace myself or whatever. There is no other her. She's her. And so, okay, she's in this other universe, but it's still her. It's her life. It's just a life that went slightly differently. So it's more like, it's more like time travel in that way. In
0: fact, am I wrong or is it like, she is the alpha verse version of herself, but she hid in this version no. in order to. Is that not what happened?
1: No, 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 no. no. Are you talking? Wait, because uh, that. that's why Tapu
0: Coco is trying to get no, her, isn't no, it? Is because no. it's like
1: no, the alpha verse version is dead.
0: I thought it was like she she was hiding or something like no,
1: that. No, no, that's because she genuinely doesn't know what's going on. Okay, okay. Beginning. No, no, no. So Evelyn is like, there's the Alphaverse version who invented multiverse travel and she's dead.
0: But why is Tabby Koga trying to find that version specifically then? She's,
1: so she's. You know tra- what I mean? Like- what, she's trying to find a version of her mother who can understand what she's experiencing. Okay, that's what that is. Jobu Tapaki's motivation is because yeah. she's lonely and she is experiencing this really insane and isolating way of being, and she's hoping that she will find a version of her mother who will understand, so that she uh, won't because be the alone.
0: alpha version is gone. Okay, right. I thought it was and, because she had like yeah okay. yeah,
1: and so that she won't be alone. She's yeah, yeah, looking, yeah. she's looking for a version of Evelyn who will understand.
0: Mm-hmm. And now, okay, so th- now this is what I feel, just like on a like action movie sort of thing kind of bugs me a little bit. So the scene, like, the security cards come out. They're like, hey, sir, you know, get on the ground. We can see you're causing trouble. And it's like, he, like, stands there for a second and then unzips his fanny pack and then pulls out the chapstick and then bu- holds the chapstick just so and then opens it. It's like, no, security guards would have tackled you at this point. Like, yeah, we're that's... not going to give you all this time to be like, let me open up the chapstick and chew on it. it would be like... Dude, like, get and on that, the ground. Yeah, that
1: was a little bit unrealistic there,
0: you know. <laughs> um, and, yeah, th- so that was, like, one, a couple of the moments where, like, the action felt a little contrived in terms of, like, okay, well, well we gotta set this up and so that this can happen, you know what I mean? Um, but I did like how a lot of the action, like, moments really did kind of remind me of, like, you know, the, the 80s, uh, like, Jackie Chan Hong Kong cinema, and how it, like, really, like, did that epic like using the environment to really create an action scene using the fanny pack, yeah, yeah, using yeah, all these yeah, yeah. other things?
1: I don't remember at what point the title card of everything, like where it says part one. Every
0: I think I wrote down when it oh, happens because that
1: happens like
0: a little like, ways into the it movie. Happens
1: like I remember <laughs> being shocked when that <coughs> happened in the theater.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's just like oh, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> and it says everything part one. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now, what I like about this movie is that it has a lot of, like, homage to, like I said, classic movies, uh, uh, 80s, uh, 80s Hong Kong movies, as well as stuff like The Matrix. Like, I loved the—that was another one of the things—okay, again— this movie is doing action, modern action, way better than anyone, including like the remaking older movies and homaging them when we're really yeah, just doing yeah. the same thing. Like, remember, and we all saw the, like, the Matrix movie where it was just like, oh, you're just gonna recreate that scene. Oh, you're just gonna redo that scene. Yeah. But I like it how they do it in this movie where it's like, yeah, they're doing the uh, hiding from the, um, hiding from the big bad, like, running from cubicle to cubicle. Like, yeah. they do that, but it's in a new context, yeah. right? Like, it's not just emulating the scene. Or, or like, you know, having this fight with a, a whole bunch of guys in a in this office, mundane-looking office building. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, they yeah. really, like, amp it up, right? Um,
1: I just gotta say, those butt-plug trophies, like, you, <laughs> Oh, my God. That was, like...
0: <laughs> Talk about a Chekhov's gun. You, you knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, but that's what I was thinking. I was, like, in the matrix though like we knew that those guys were being taken over by agent smiths and so we had to fight them in this scene i was thinking like wait are you just beating up a bunch of guys just doing their jobs <laughs> like what's that? you know what i mean Cause yeah. it's, it's like when he starts hitting them and someone's like wait who are they why because later on in the movie when it's like people going into the alternate interview then it's like oh okay i understand we got to fight these guys but here yeah. it kind of felt like a well, we need an action scene. Yeah, that's I mean, <laughs> you know, so don't think about ar- it too
1: much. Arguably, she needed to not get arrested because she True. had to fight the great evil.
0: Yeah, but that's what I was thinking. Because like they don't they flip back into into her in the um into the multiverse, and so. They run out of the office building acting like they're also afraid. People are like, Oh yeah. my God, what's going on? Oh no. Right, right. So yeah, they're able to get away. And that's what I was thinking. Like maybe they flipped into an alternate scene where like the security guards were called, but you know, maybe she didn't punch her or something to that effect. You know what I mean? Well, I guess she'd still punch out Lady because they did have to get out, but you know, maybe they just didn't know who it was or something like that. So things played out a little differently. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, and she says like, he he says to her, "Is like, do you want to come with me or do you want to stay here and live with the consequences? And she goes, I want to stay here and live with the consequences. She goes like, oh, come on, we gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, oh, and this, now, this is what happens. Okay, now I remember. I think at the end of this scene, which is supposed to be this universe, this is when Choppy, Ch- Choppy, Ch- Choppy Choco. Jo- Jobu Chipaki. <laughs> Tiki-taki, whoever the fuck it is. <laughs> Jobu Chipaki. <laughs> yes, comes in and, like, basically takes all of them, doesn't she? Because she, she like, starts to, like, go, uh, like, lift their hair a little bit while she's, like, walking past them to figure out who she wants to use to, like, yeah. go into the alternate universes, right? Because, uh, yeah, she says, uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis character is like, citizens, you're about to be graced by your leader, Chookapokey. Ch- <laughs> and is like, let me assure you, you know, that y- you're going to be used for what you need to be used for, or whatever. So, uh, we flip into another universe, uh, where she died, because, uh, I think I just wrote, wait, are these the people trying to kill her? I... It's hard to keep up with this movie. I'm trying. It's a lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Editor, when you edit this part, if everything seems like it's just like going into a multiverse of nowhere, just cut it out, okay? Um, <laughs> um, oh yeah, but this is what I wrote earlier on. It's like okay, so she's flipping into these other universes looking for her, and I was saying like, wait, but she says later on she doesn't want to kill her. So like that's where I'm trying to figure out. Like, so, but we're having these action scenes where people are like fighting and stuff, but like. How is, like, how? what is I, the motivation? Like, I'm sending these people to attack her, but I don't want to kill her. I think
1: she's sending the people to attack people around her so that she can get to and capture. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, oh, I think that's
0: what it is. Because, like, when she can notice in the multiverse when it's happening, so she travels to it. Right. To get to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she, in the Alphaverse, is the, uh, the first universe to make contact with other universes. And I said, I she put her consciousness in another version of herself to hide from the Chupawaki girl yeah, and that's when they have to pretend to be scared to get out. Does that make sense to you? Because um, I think I wrote that down, and I, I, I legit can't remember if that was like a, wait, was that actually what happened, or am I or am I tripping? Am I Is this a Mandela I, effect where no, I'm experiencing on the I, I universe? I think that may have been something that slipped
1: past me. I think that may have been something that slipped past me.
0: I legit can't remember it, <laughs> because I wrote oh, down, because she you... hid in an untalented version of herself.
1: I don't know. That's what weird. What were you going to say? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe now I'm wondering if I completely missed stuff. But, I mean, at the very least, Evelyn is not aware of any of it at the beginning. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not like, yeah, yeah. She is in this universe where where... Her brain is in not the Alpha Universe, yeah. like, as far as she's concerned. Um, so, yeah, so the, the, but the fear is that, like, the choppy Coco is making something, I know I said it wrong, you're looking at
1: me. Choppy Coco.
0: <laughs> the, uh, but she's making something that could destroy the universe, and they don't know what it is. And so, like, that that's what they're, that's right. what everyone else is sort of afraid of, like, we've got to do something to stop this person, because we don't know what her motivation is, but we know something is going to happen, right? Right. Um, and then... He goes like, "Yes, I, I think that's why. Because uh, I was remembering this. He said like, universes are messing up and changing and mixing up or something like that. It's like, and you're noticing it yourself. You notice it every day when your hair doesn't fall in quite the yeah. same way and your clothes don't wear quite the same yeah. way. I was like, I just had the moment like, did he just quote story of a girl? <laughs> did that just happen? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's part of a cultural osmosis at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she uh, verse jumps. That's what it's called—verse jumping—in order to like acquire acquire the skills of the alternate version of you, so that you can bring it back and and do what you need to do. And oh my god, can I say like this movie is such a such an experience like you are invested in this experience to where like certain visceral moments happening and you can't help but feel it the part where he has to like cut paper cut himself in the fingers like i couldn't look at that scene i was like oh my god yeah that that was hard God damn! Oh, and then when when um the uh uh, uh the tax tax lady—that's what I'm gonna call her from yeah. now on. Uh, basically, like uh, she verse jumps in order to like acquire a version of herself that knows like uh, uh wrestling moves. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and like so she like staples her own head. Yeah,
0: and so she uh, so she grabs uh she grabs uh um. Wayman and like picks him up and is about to like do the fucking Bane drop on his knee and he just happens to grab like an exit sign and they do it in slow motion where like he puts it right underneath himself so that you can see that he like you know her knee hit that instead of his back and so she's like ah fuck and so he rolls away that's such a fucking cool like yeah. I love those little pockets of moments where it's like oh shit like they slow it down so that you really catch the fluidity yeah, of the action yeah. Um, so yeah Oh, and then I love the, uh, so, so they have a moment. This is the moment where I was talking about where she tries to do the, I love you. And then she fucks up and goes into the, uh, a wrong a wrong universe, but one that's, like, nearby where she's in the car discussing the divorce papers and stuff like that with uh, with Wayman. And so, like, she's having that, like, weird emotional beat, and so she's, like, in the middle of this happening, and then gets pulled back into yeah. it. It's so, like, it's such great storytelling, because it's, like, it's giving you, you know, the little, like, nuggets of, yeah, this is where their relationship kind of was, and this is where it's going. And, oh, shit, we're back into the act. Like, it does it in such an organic way that I'm just, like, I just love it as, like, a film moment, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we're legitimately telling the story. But it's not jarring to the action because that's kind of what's supposed to be happening, right? Um, So, yeah, you see the split universes where she breaks up with him early and then goes another path where she becomes the movie star. Like, you get that version. And then you see, like, the split version where she becomes a... No, I think she becomes a kung fu actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And then because... Because that that woman with the white hair kind of, like, trains her. I don't know where that woman comes from. But she... (laughs) She,
1: Well, they they have that she... Breaks up with women, gets assaulted by, like, yes. robbers in an alley. And oh, this, right. And, he said, cu- like, and this kung fu lady rescues her. And then she's like, oh, that's awesome. Let me learn kung fu. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, now, I wrote down, if this one agent is killing her, like, I guess it sends different versions to different universes to find her. I can't remember why. Is it? So many things that I wrote where I was just like... Am I, this is what I also think. When I think I live. might have been writing down theories. Like yeah. <laughs> I might not have actually been writing down what happened. I might have been like, is this what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the plot, like, so basically in the Alpha ver- version, she sees potential in her daughter, pushes her too far. Uh, she's seen too much of, like, the multiverses and basically doesn't believe in any objective truth. And... And then, and then it smash cuts to him uh, meeting her where she's famous, and, and they haven't like you know hooked up or anything like that. And they kind of have, like a quick moment of like, oh wow, like oh. Here's well, a the thing it is that happen. they
1: did date, and she left him. Right? They yeah, yeah, break, because yeah, and they, they get up. into
0: it emotionally yeah. later. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh my god, this is the fucking epic ass uh, big first fight scene where we actually see top. Uh, her Jobu <laughs> come in where she's like, you know, she's, uh, I think she's just about to be let out in handcuffs or something like that. And then Joey Tafaku comes in and she's like, Hey, you're not supposed to be here. Oh, you can't be here. She says, what can't, what do you mean? I can't. Cause, cause I am here. So when you say I can't here, you can't be here. I think what you mean is I should be. And she's being like a little shit. And you're like, yeah. you know, they don't understand what's happening. So they're like, ma'am. Okay. We're going to have to arrest you. And he's like, uh, let me show you what I can do, and then she like fucks them up so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that
1: scene is amazing.
0: Yo, and with the music, like I said, like the way they do the fucking um, the smash cuts to where she's all of a sudden she's in control of shit. Where, where she, where they aiming the gun at their head, at her head, and she puts her hands up behind her like head, and then like spreads the hair so that you see like her face coming through and going whoo, and like kissing the gun or something like that. To her, so that like no, you're...
1: she she smokes it like a bonk. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like oh, it's so awesome. Again, Again, yeah, like this, it reminded me of uh, Avengers. So you remember, like, oh, I've got the, you know, the five stones that allow me to do whatever I want. And I always remember watching that movie and thinking if you can do whatever you want why isn't the movie over right now if you can do whatever you want why isn't the movie over right now like you know and um but with this it's a little bit more realistic like you can understand that this character is toying with these other people because she's genuinely insane doesn't care about anything and so of course she's gonna play around she literally fucks those dudes up with the bloody dildos (laughs) oh this movie earns its R rating my friend. oh yeah oh Oh, and I love it yeah that's what she does she does like one thing where like the cops thinks she's got her deads to rights and then she like does a thing where she like spins him around and he's wearing like a Chiquita outfit or something like that and then gets shot like it's so crazy (laughs) this movie like it it is so full of awesome just imagery just like cool looking ass imagery like well I'm never gonna see that in another movie (laughs) you know Um, like the blood dildos (laughs) oh yeah and I just wrote down yo all this chick's looks are fucking vicious
1: (laughs) I know right like she she just looks like a fashion like like a high fashion show like like she did
0: her, art. yeah like she she's a consultant for Lady Gaga so yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> um yeah and then oh my god I love how so Michelle Yo, she goes like you're the chapuchoko it's like you're the reason my daughter dropped out of school and likes tattoos and, and went gay and then she goes
1: why she thinks she's gay <laughs>
0: she cuts the, the, like because you hear music playing and she goes like wait hold on and then you're like and it's like you're, you're really still caught up on me being gay, huh? It's like, man, this world is so much bigger than you are imagining. Yeah. <laughs> I love that little moment, you know what I mean? So, like, she tries to, I think she, like, flips off the meta map because she tries to do something. She tries to, like, get in tune with something and then fails. And then she ends up going to, because she, like, tries to attack and she's like, I know, Fu and I can do it against you. And then she tries to tap into it. And then when she tries attacking, her fingers are all, like, limp and shit. And she's like... What the hell's going on
1: i know, I remember like seeing it the first time just like what's going on with her hands and thinking maybe she's like in a universe where she doesn't have hands or something That's, and, it's and so then the way they answer it, it yeah it's the, a universe where everyone's fingers are hot dogs and, the, and just the fucking like the, the callback to the musical where there's like this romantic musical yeah TV between
0: right like there. this indian woman and this and like then, uh, yeah, english the dude. woman
1: is from glow that actress oh yeah but so there's like, you know, this cute like T V musical and there's the, like a princess lady and a soldier and they're dancing around. Yeah. And then in the hot dog fingers universe Yes. I love how the only differences in these universes there's only two differences everybody has hot dogs for fingers and she's dating Jamie Lee Curtis yeah that's the only <laughs> married, d- or married to Jamie Lee um,
0: Curtis but but the idea is that like you know this is the closest thing to her like brain chemistry on this side of the universe that yeah. she can like hop to and relate to right yeah. uh, and I love how it shows like it literally flashes back to like 2001 A Space Odyssey yeah and it was, like, like, you like f-
1: the hot dog finger yeah, kills the regular finger yeah, finger yeah I love it because you see the hand <laughs> of all damn- the normal hand
0: fall down yeah. as it's like it's smacking her and, and I love that you hear the 2001 music and it sounds all messed up it's like
1: yeah. <laughs> also just what I was gonna say about that TV musical is that it's not just that they're dancing around with hot dog fingers and like flapping their oh hot dog, dog <throat> fingers at each other but then there's just like <sighs> Are their fingers coming hot are dogs there, and Are their fingers mustard? filled
0: with condiments or something? Because like, they like bite into each other and they're like mm, and they like, like There's
1: like ketchup and mustard getting squirted everywhere It's like oh, are their fingers jizzing ketchup and mustard? Oh, it's so disgusting And then
0: later like you can tell they did that for the quick freak out moment, you know And then
1: later uh, Deirdre, Jamie Lee Curtis' character who is in a relationship with Evelyn in this universe hmm. is like trying to dance with her and be romantic and is like flapping her hot dog yeah. fingers at her <laughs> and so of course Evelyn like freaks out and then he feels so bad for you dude. he's just like yeah. oh, I was trying to do something nice for my partner and tearing <laughs> my fingers for some reason and
0: also uh, like I just love that idea of like here's this you know woman who's a little homophobic but then in this alternate universe you know what I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah uh,
1: I mean how many parents over the years have said hmm. to their gay kid but you know we all have these feelings where we really want to be <laughs> with somebody of the same gender right and just, you just like, tamp uh. them down <laughs> everybody everybody feels like that just ignore it like oh oh no
0: (laughs) oh and and this is where this is where he gives her the line he says like you're here because you're capable of anything because you're so bad at everything
1: (laughs) that's the line and they've gotten into this like kind of fancy office that has this big painting on the wall that is the secretly the cover to like a sex dungeon.
0: Oh, right? yeah.
1: Which I love that, like, she goes into another universe where she's the maid that cleans that office and therefore knows about the sex dungeon, and that gives her the knowledge <laughs> to open on. up the sex dungeon and get everybody in there to try and protect them. Yeah, yeah. And then later you see that same dude like, yep. and being, being his kinky son. Oh,
0: what a, what a moment. Yeah. I was like, I literally wrote, whoa, mama! Okay. <laughs> uh, I literally reverted to freaking Duckman. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, mama! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, and, and I think they make this a little ambiguous. So what it's happens true. is... Uh, they click back to the universe where it's uh, Raymond, like normal Raymond, like he doesn't know what's going on. And uh Michelle's like trying to explain to them what's happening, like, no, like you're being puppeted by other universe. Like, you seen that movie uh Rakakoonie <laughs> And I was like, Rakoonie? <laughs> like and, the, and they're all trying to say, like, what are you talking about? What movie? And the dad's like, oh, Ratatouille I love that movie. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, Rack the, the the one with the <laughs> and just like. I, I love that
1: like that the payoff later just see Rakakoonie.
0: It's so good. There's so
1: many things that are planted that you don't expect to come up yes
0: yes um so you know he he so she's trying to explain to them what's happening and yeah because the daughter's on the other side of the door and she's like you know mom let me in what's going on and you know the michelle jones trying to tell her like no don't let her in that's not our daughter and he's like and the dad's like what are you talking about of course it's our daughter hey like you come on in she's like no stop doing that yeah. <laughs> and um so he um oh i think it, the way they get away the first time because the grand alpha granddad shows up and knocks uh, tapu right, Jago yeah, yeah, yeah. away yeah, that's what happens like, when we first she's see she's right Cole. about
1: to kill Evelyn and he just like yeah. barrels into her with this electric wheelchair <laughs> that he's like Made because they wheel him in. They take him with him to the tax appointment, and they wheel him in in like a basic hospital wheelchair. Yeah, and then somehow—well,
0: this is the alternate version, so I'm assuming he was able to like yeah, con- construct right, it, right?
1: Like, but like somehow within like a oh, of right. minutes <laughs> yeah. using like a fax machine he found or something—that is true, it yeah. The this, like it. <laughs> he turned it into this incredible electric wheelchair. It's so cool
0: how like cyberpunk this movie is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that yeah, that's what this is. This, this this genre is cyberpunk i'm gonna call this cyberpunk i feel like we stopped calling things cyberpunk out of the 80s but no this is cyberpunk as hell oh this and this is why i think i wrote this because so basically he uh michelle ties uh ties her daughter up in the tape because it's like oh my god you know you might be her we need to like make sure you don't like attack me or what have you and uh you know she's like basically tying her up till she can figure out what to do then alpha granddad comes back into the body and he's like you know, you know what you have to do. You have to take this gun and kill her. And... He gives
1: her a, a box cutter.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, ha- you have to take care of it or else, you know, she lives in these other dimensions and can come at you. You have to, like, basically you have to kill this version of her so that she has no one to come into in this universe, basically. And so, you know, Michelle Zell is having that moment like, oh, my God, am I going to kill my daughter? Like, do I, have to do-, do I have to do this? And there's a shot where you see... Like the toppy Choco character, like looked like she's kinda smiling like deviously. And I was trying to like it felt like it was kinda playing two ways, but I can't remember what the second I I, I forgot to write down what I thought the second interpretation was. But it felt like the main interpretation was is like, Oh, she's gonna kill me. Like she is she is just as mad well, she, as I thought she was gonna well, be. You know what I wants mean? Like, to
1: die. Like She's living an mm, yeah. un, She's living an unbearable existence and wants to die. Although the other thing is I later we see them hop into universes where they're literally rocks because life never yeah. emerged yeah, yeah. in that universe. And then there's other universes where they're like pinatas or they're yeah. a drawing. Yeah. Um, the way this is is like the closer universes are, you know, so you you made one choice differently when you were twenty and then that spun off into another universe and blah blah blah. But obviously, mm. You know, most people exist. But the other thing is, I wonder... I wonder, Okay, so I, I'm i just always saying, like, obviously, there would be a lot of universes where any given person didn't exist. Yeah. But uh, she doesn't exist in the movie star universe or the singer universe.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Well, The idea is that there are these different possibilities for Michelle Yeoh's character. So if you're following her, it's showing everything approximate to what her... Right, but light also lighten, right? it
1: just occurs to me, like, those... You know, she goes into those universes to Oh, she couldn't get, get into those universes, she, could well, she? She uh, Evelyn goes into those universes to like get skills mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, but like in the universes where Joy was never born, Jobu doesn't en- oh, that's enter, true. and I feel like they don't really highlight that so much. They don't talk about it, but it's. It, well, I mean, like, the,
0: yeah, yeah, but like the reality is, like if you don't have a kid, you're taking care of, you're gonna be able to do blah, blah 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 more than more than like not that you couldn't well, be able to but the assumption no, in the life that she's living right. now but is no, like, I, I meant you know.
1: specifically that Jobu cannot they don't mm. highlight so much that Jobu can't enter those universes because Joy doesn't exist in them yeah. and I was not a 100% clear by the end of the movie on Joy's on like you know whatever we want to call the universe from the beginning of the movie that is not the, the alpha. The alpha verse. Uh, oh, It's not the Alphaverse. Primeverse, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <after> Primeverse, <laughs> whatever. What, you know, whether that Joy is aware of Jobu because she doesn't seem to be. No, I don't think she, she is. She doesn't no. seem to be. But then in that last conversation where she gets upset um, at, at Evelyn, like she says things that make it seem like she's aware of the multiverse.
0: She does? Wait, what did she
1: say? When they're fighting out by the car and she said... And she says something like, you know, you could, you could go anywhere and like says things that could be sort of taken as like, it's ambiguous. Like she could just be saying like, you could leave the laundromat and go live another life.
0: Oh, I get but
1: it. it also seems like she's maybe talking about the multiverse and it's not.
0: Yeah, I think the, the the script writing actually does good jobs of like having those moments. Cause there's a moment later on with uh, Wayman that I think is actually a really cool word. Like, at first you're thinking, wait, is that him speaking? And then, oh, no, it's the alternate universe of him speaking. And it's kind of like the subtext of what you kind of feel about this character, but it's him saying it now that we're in this alternate universe where he's like, oh, well, you know, I was always kind of seeing People always thought I was, like, too sweet or too weak or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I love those little... So that might have been intentional what they were doing to, like, make you think of, like, oh, is she aware or is that just the writing, you know, having yeah, having to play out and yeah. where they happen to be saying things that could relate to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but, yeah, I, I remember that moment where it's like, you see that she's about to kill her, and I specifically distinctly remember it cutting to her kind of like, Chappacoco kind of looking in sort of like an ominous way, but then she doesn't do it, and instead she like cuts her out of the, the tape, and and so like, it's that sort of like, you know, the, uh, the granddad's like, oh, you're already under, under her spell, so I have to take you down now, because, you know, you pushed her to... Right, you-
1: that's sort of the conflict is like, you know, Evelyn's introduced is like, there's this great evil, and you have to fight it, and once... You- she realizes that great evil is her daughter and tries to save her daughter instead. Then all the Alphaverse people start coming after her.
0: Yeah, and that's what really becomes... A, and I really like that being like the... It's not necessarily that her the, henchman; It's actually the henchman. the
1: antagonist yeah. changes.
0: yep, yep. Yep. And so Grandad says, you're already under her spell. In my universe, you he pushed her till you broke her. I must stop you because, you know, you could come, be, you might become just like her, basically. And then, oh my God, we get this gross moment where he, where she goes like, it's like, no, I'm like, I'm going to do this, like, I'm going to do this, you know, pop up, don't worry. And then she like, Takes a bit of uh, his, like, his snot, snot and wipes it on his, his nose. nose. It wipes it in his mouth. I was like, oh. yeah. And so it causes him to flip back into the other version, and so he just falls back asleep again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and that's when they send the other, yeah, the controllers to stop her from becoming another Tapu Koke.
1: Joe
0: jobu Joe yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe yes. There you go. Joe, uh, uh, Joe Biden. device. Joe- <laughs>
1: JoJo Tabaki.
0: Yu Yu Hakusho. Um but her um um but what what happens next now? Uh, oh yeah, that's what she brings up. That. It's like that movie Rakku R- R- Coot- R- Rakkuui
1: <laughs> And then you see it in a universe where that's she's so crazy. working that? at like a Benihana. Type. Then, yeah,
0: because they don't reveal it at first. At first, it's like oh, because I think she's fight. She ends up fighting another guy in that office again, and he's yeah. got like what looks like little pipes, and he's kind of like playing around with them because it's like oh, I learned this. Like I know how to do this because of. And then it flashes the alternate universe where she like messes up a little bit because yeah. of the fight scene. But
1: you see it. rat, and I don't think I know. Notice this when I saw it in theaters. You see a raccoon tail hanging out from his. Shepherd. I didn't see it. Oh my yeah, god! That's can funny. Yeah, you see a raccoon tail hanging out from his chef Wow.
0: Wait, I think I did notice that, and I didn't pay attention to it. It's like think... You,
1: you didn't notice it. You're like, oh, that's a weird.
0: Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Hat. Um, but yeah. So, it, and then it has that scene where it's like. Because she goes into the, like, it's like, she's like, you know, jealous of this other guy doing better. And then it, like, cuts later on to the moment where she, like, goes back into the, goes back into the, the kitchen, kind of disappointed. And then you hear, like, music playing really sweet music. Like, we are family. So it's like a Disney song. Yeah. And then it cuts over. And then you see the raccoon on top of her, like, helping him, helping him mix stuff. And he's like, oh, no. And the raccoon's like, she's eating too
1: much. And that's Brandy <laughs> Newman, apparently, is, oh, is raccoon That's insane. Yeah.
0: I love that because the music. So sounds like, you know, you got friend and me like it sounds like that Toy Story yeah. shit. And you, that makes me actually laugh really a lot harder yeah. because a lot of his music really does just sound like that. (laughs) Like, it really does sound like some, like, 1920s... (laughs) So it's funny, I thought they were, like, emulating it, but I guess they just got him to play one of his own songs. (laughs) Um, Or or they said, make up a new song, and he said, well, this is basically a song I always play, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But that's what he said, like, kill her so she has one less universe to access. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And yeah, that's when you get that moment. Where it's like, how do you think I feel? But you must. And then we get the oh boy, the double dildo fight scene. Oh my goodness, anything can be kung fu, my friends. Yeah. Oh, I I can't even describe. This, this has got to be seen to be believed. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, yeah, they're they're having the moment where it's like, oh, I need to be able to uh, uh, recall this ability to do something, and hi- him being able to do that relies on him sitting on clearly this butt plug looking thing. Yeah.
1: I I want to say you just. Reminded me, I loved the, like, because of the multiverse conceit, you got, like, these slight rifts where I- originally you have her having this pretty, like, typical kung fu training montage, and the trainer's like, even this cookie can be kung fu, and then there's, like, a slightly different universe where even this pinky can be kung fu, oh, yeah, and she's just, like, doing push-ups on her... On her pinkies it's and just so, has think, this, like, <laughs> ridiculously muscular pinky. Yeah,
0: it's at the point where, like, she goes out, like, she does, like, the flex really close up to the camera. And you see the pinky. Like, the middle of the pinky has this huge muscle on yeah. it.
1: <laughs> I, I had this, like, galaxy brain moment where I was, on the one hand, I was thinking, well, this doesn't make sense. Because, okay, they can access memories and st- and stuff. But, you know, so much of these skills are actually physical. Like, having really muscular pinkies is not something you just remember how to do. Your pinkies have the muscle or they well. don't. But your brains are also physical. Yeah. Like, brains, memory forming, like, that's all meat. There's nothing, like... And muscle memory. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, if your brain can pick up memories, so can your pinky muscles.
0: Right, right. Because it's like, that is how, like... Didn't they say, like, when people, like, try to do, uh, um... Try to like practice basketball or something like that. And then when they try to just like think about doing the moves, it can still like cause the body to actually like react in really small ways, but like you're still reacting to it when thinking about doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everything is, everything's physical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's my, that's my hot, hot (laughs) philosophical take.
0: Yeah. And then I love it. She, she has a moment where she's finally gonna fight, really fight back. She's like, I've got the full realization. I know what's actually going on here. And then she just, breaks down and projectile vomit for like 30 seconds and then passes out.
1: (laughs) You kind of see it coming because she's like, because she's like, seems like she's kind of messed up. Like she seems like she's sort of concussed and she's kind of slurring. And she's like, Oh, I'm becoming powerful and I know what's up, but you you can tell that this is not safer. And then she dies that moment. Like the the transition (laughs) where literally it's like, the end. And the credits Dan-
0: directed by Daniels. That, that threw me
1: off in the movie. I was sitting there was like, going... You son of a bitch. I was sitting there going, wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> are and we doing then, this? But <laughs> if you are paying attention, it clues you in almost immediately because then it says one of the producers is... Uh Evelyn Kwan. Yeah. Is the character.
0: <laughs> and so it immediately like starts to pull out and it's her watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's such a great moment. Like it's such an earned fake out. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, because they did build it up. Yeah. Like. Um, so yeah. So we we get that we get that uh, brilliant fake out. And then what did I say? How the hell could that fit in one of those hats? Oh yeah, the raccoon. <laughs> How the hell did that raccoon fit in hat It's such a big raccoon. <laughs> like, a rat could fit in that hat. That's a big-ass rat. <laughs> pretty big cat. Um, I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, oh, my God. Yeah, that's the part. And then after that, the hot dogs with the shit inside of it.
1: Uh, Wait. The, oh, you mean the...
0: Because it flashes year? again yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, No,
1: I thought you meant literally for a second. And I was like, well, that's going to haunt my consciousness.
0: Ah! <laughs> the, and then it splashes to part two everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where she, you see her split and she can feel every reality happening, you know? Right. And that's when the daughter starts talking to him. She's just like everything. She like pulls. She like pulls down a branch or something like that, and you can see it like flipping into like a million different things in her hand. And, she, and so she's like, everything is just particles randomly moving in an alternating vibrating oh, superposition. You know
1: what? I totally like. We skipped over the, when when she first shows Evelyn the bagel. Oh, because right. the way she does it is she does the like trick. Okay. The schoolyard trick of, you know, put your fingers like this and your fingers <laughs> like this and look, it's a badge. Yeah,
0: except and when it, it opens up, you see the, <laughs> the see different the, universe. I just thought the that was so toys.
1: funny, especially given that, like, that, you know, her mom is not happy about her liking girls. And right. she's like, look at this, like, <laughs> she's going to be like, ha look, it's a pussy. You know?
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, it pulls her into that universe and then shows her, like this is the bagel It's this the, the, is everything the
1: everything bagel with yeah. literally everything on
0: it <laughs> even the sesame seeds <laughs>
1: yeah. I like that she n- names like a bunch of crazy st- stuff and then says sesame seeds poppy salt like
0: yeah the mother mother's trying to like you know t- take her bag It's like hey you know we I gotta pull you back like this isn't right you know like this isn't okay, and then the daughter's like, you know, right is a tiny box invented by people who are afraid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and then it smash cuts. I love it again. This emotional moment where it smash cuts to uh, the earlier in the scene where the mother's introducing the daughter to the daughter's girlfriend mm-hmm. and, like, has that moment of, like, oh, th- we're gonna say it's this and not, you know, say it's a girlfriend. And it's like, yeah, that was right to you, isn't it? And it's like, no, she, uh, he's part of a different gener- generation. And she goes, like, you don't have to hide behind him anymore, Mom. You know, it's so, like, a, ooh, the way she, like, fucking cuts in. is yeah. like, no, like, you're, you're kind of thinking that way, too. Don't act like it's just him and I'm just trying to hold up what he would want. Yeah. It's like, no, you got some aggressive ideas. Like I love how it confronts that in a very real way and has her doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um So yeah, and then you have that moment where they uh I think this is where they like she sees everything and then they smash into the the rock universe where they just kind of. Right, talking for a while yeah, and... which was
1: such a great scene. It and again, it's like you gotta yeah. be paying attention because like at that point the dialogue is literally all subtitles because yeah. they're rocks. And I appreciated that they didn't they're just two rocks sitting there. They're not wiggling. They're not, you it's, know.
0: And it's such a big emotional moment. And yet, like, it pays off even though it's like no, like, no speaking, no dialogue. It's like, but everything that's built up to this point... Like, makes it worth it, right? And I was having this moment like, wow, I'm having an emotional reaction to fucking rocks.
1: Yeah, and, like, rocks <laughs> with some text on the screen.
0: Yeah, and so, like, yeah, that, that's what I remember, like, it's fascinating how this is still ultimately just a family drama, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, she, this is where she reveals, she said, like, oh, you thought I was going to kill you. Is like, no, I honestly was trying to, like, bring you here with me to see if, you know, see if someone could see like, something else that I'm not seeing. You know what I'm right. saying? Or, or, like, either you can see what I see or if you see something that I don't and, like, give me a reason why I shouldn't kill myself, basically. Right. Um. And this is what I just went up. I'm like, damn. They had to do so much location scouting in this movie? Like, oh, <laughs> I just had that moment, like, can we give it up for the people who had to, like, just search for all of these places to yeah. film? Because Jesus I really, Christ.
1: <laughs> I, I want to, real quick, I'm going to see if I can f- find something. Um. There's this amazing, like, fast like super super fast cut through of her f- face of evelyn's face through all these mm. different universes
0: well there's multiple times yeah because there's, there's a, a version where she's like kind of you see her in the chair kind of like falling back but then there's another version yeah where it's just like when it's her just face like flipping around
1: yeah, yeah oh, um, it's
0: so nuts uh,
1: Yeah, like, if you look up, this Movie of
0: the year, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Can we just say that if this doesn't win some shit next year, we fucking riot. Like, what the fuck, Oscars? Like, if this ain't winning everything, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: at some point, I'm going to have to, like, go through and just, like, pause, 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 and watch. Like I said, like, so much of this movie feels like having ADHD. And, Mm. and like, I can say, like, at my, like... Like, when my, like, brain is just being the absolute dick in terms of ADHD symptoms, Mm. and it's like, I can't string a thought together. Like, I cannot finish a sentence worth Mm. of a thought because something's popping popping up and popping up and popping up and popping up, and that's what... Jo, jobu tabaki jo, mm. jo, now i'm ah, that's what jo, that's what that's what jobu tabaki is experiencing is like the right. in, like and then the existential dread that comes with it on top of that or the existential ennui rather oh. but that she just like cannot she can't settle for a moment and yeah. that is a that's hellacious and the thought of that being your eternity
0: yeah, it, it like it's so it really hits this dark place and like, you know, it's using these sci-fi elements to really talk about like mental illness in a way, you know? Um so it's like it's really kind of fucking fascinating. Um but yeah, basically her motivation is like I was going to destroy myself, but if you come with me, at least I won't be alone basically. Uh, And so it's just kind of like, oh, damn. (laughs) You know? Um, So, and and that's what actually calls back to later, where she's just like, you know, out of all this, like, oh, you hate me, and we have all these, like, issues with each other, and yet you still came back to Mm -hmm. find me. You know what I mean? Through all this chaos, you still wanted to come back to me. You know what I mean? So it's like, does this mean something? Must this mean, like, you know what I'm saying? This has to mean something, at least to us as human beings. It's... For a sci-fi and, like, weird and, like, on top of and crazy that everything gets, this movie has such an emotional core
1: to it. It really does, That yeah. you're just
0: like, whoa, like, this was an action movie, a sci-fi movie, and actually, genuinely, like, you know, this the soap opera drama about this family, you know, uh, coming together and maybe still not being perfect, but, like, you know, f- being human beings who love each other, you know what I mean? So... This is the part where things like really fractalize and you're kind of like seeing like five scenes happening at the same time. Remember this moment where it's like, cause Joy's trying to get her to break. Is trying to get Michelle right. to break and basically showing her like the madness. And then, so you're seeing her in these other lives kind of like not giving a fuck. Oh, the laundromat. Okay. I'm going to have to deal with all this shit. Then fine. Fuck it. Screw this whole business. I'm going to break the windows. I don't give a shit. You know, right, like fine, right. take us in, yeah. you know, the other universe, she exposes Raka yeah. <laughs> oh. and he gets taken away, which, which I'm just going to say this. Should happen. I'm sorry. That's unsanitary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, so, you know, after all that happens, you know, she's kind of like, you know, distraught and all of this sort of shit. And then, you know, he, like, after that whole happens, like, okay, she obviously made a fool of herself. She, like, broke the window in front of, like, the IRS lady and all sort of shit. This looks bad. Um, she's just, like, sitting down, kind of, like, reveling, you know, in what's happening. Just kind of like, yeah, I guess it's all fucking over. And the dad kind of talks to the woman for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. And then walks over to her and says, like, hey, I'm going to clean this up. Everything's, like, okay. You know, it's all good. And, and, because at first she says, like, oh my god, what's she saying to him? He's probably making it even worse, you know. Mm-hmm. When then she goes, like you know, I actually solved it, we're, we're good, we can, you know, right. try to rebuild, like, we, we've got an extra week to may, make things happen, and then that's when it splits to the other universe, because, like, he starts sweeping up, and that's when he has the line where he, he says, like, you know, you think I'm weak, don't you, and I thought it was him speaking in that universe at first, but it was the movie universe, right, where he's, like, looking like J.K. Yeah. Smooth and smoking, the ciga- and smoking the cigarette, you know again, all all his movies kind of seem like this really meek dude, except for the times where, like, oh, all of a sudden he's, like, action star, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so, oh, this monologue is incredible. So, basically, you know, he says, like, you know, all those years ago, you know, your, your father said I was too sweet for my own good. Um, you know, but he's saying, like, that's where he comes to that whole thing of, like, but no, like, you know, being kind, and, like, this is this is strategic and I feel like this is the right way to live basically you know like this is how I feel that you move through life you you be kind to people and so oh and then it flips to the action movie universe because I think Michelle Yo stabs him with the glass right like mm-hmm. doesn't she because that's the one where she's going mad and you just fuck it and like yeah. decides to kill him, like yeah, attack him but he has the moment where he's just like I'm not gonna let myself succumb to this and so you see all of the people that are un- that are under the Alpha Universe uh, granddad's control. And he kind of, like, tries to stop them. and go like, wait, 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 guys. Like, can we, like, stop this? Can we, like, not do this? Can we take a second? Because he goes on this whole tear he's just like, I know you're scared. And I'm scared, too. But, like, you know, uh, like, I think the one thing that we can do, I, I don't want to mangle this. But because it's so beautiful the way he says it, he's just... Basically, the message of the movie is, like, like, let's be kind to each other, especially when we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Because, like, that's the way we move through this life in the best way, you know? And since we're all here and we're clearly scared shitless, like, maybe the best way to work through this is to be kind, you know? And I was like, oh my god, like, it hits you so fucking hard. Because, yeah, it's like, you're fighting because you're scared and confused, and I am too. But when I choose to see the good, it's not because I'm being naive. It's, yeah, this is what he says. It's not because I'm being naive. It's strategic and necessary. It's how I've learned to survive through all of this. So even though you broke my heart, yet again, I just wanted to say, I would have loved just doing laundry and taxes with you. And I was like, oh God, Yeah, I oh, know. Yo, like, I know. Oh, it's so sweet. Like, especially after, like, all that shit and then just being like, Nah, I still would have appreciated that life with you. And you see that's true because like when you have that flashback through the light you see him like really being happy and really like yeah. enjoying it. Like when he puts the googly eyes on everything and then like you know, she sees him spotting him and he's like, Oh <laughs> like you yeah. can tell that's like a cute moment of like, Oh, you know I do this because I like messing with you. You know what yeah, I mean? It's so yeah.
1: cute. Yeah, he is he is wonderful. He's a great character. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: And and then and so like and I love I specifically wanted to write down these emotional beats because again
1: this is an action movie like that's still giving you heart yeah they didn't have to do that and I think the combination is so impressive
0: yeah they didn't have to sacrifice it and they could have given you like a cheaper version of that right like we could have gotten like the. The, the happier version of it, but it, it cuts into the emotional core with the dialogue and how it really addresses things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's a scene where, like, uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis tries to attack her with, she like rips off that little, uh, paper chopping thing and tries to attack her with it and then you're kind of thinking like oh my god how's she going to be able to stop it it looks like her hands are like out of the way and then she goes like no and she goes like uh, there's always something to love about the world and like and you see that she stopped her with her foot and she said because even in a straight like in a world different from this where we can't use our hands we get really good with our feet." yeah <laughs> like, oh my
1: god i just gotta say i love the moment when we see Deirdre playing the piano yes. with her feet in the hot dog finger world and she's got like a wrist brace yeah, on her foot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they're they're in there together like enjoying the music it's like oh it's so sweet. Yeah. Like it's so crazy how it's like just them flashing to this alternate moment like it's a small moment but because it's informed by whatever what is happening everywhere else you, it still hits an emotional yeah. punch because you, well,
1: I mean? you also want to know like you like that version of Deirdre and you want her to be okay yeah, and she was yeah. so upset when, when her girlfriend was scared of her fingers <laughs> for no
0: apparent reason <laughs> right 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 but yeah just that moment it's just like even through all of the chaos like there's still things to love about the world you know like that's such a life affirming message like in an honest way it's not yeah. like a cheap oh well just carry on it's just like no there's beauty that we can that you can still appreciate in this world that you the <laughs> cat that you like, like I said in that movie, life stinks. There's so much you can't do when you're dead.
1: <laughs> I just, realized, I just realized I was assuming they weren't married, but how would you put a wedding ring on? A hot dog? What, I guess on the on the, on, you, the, on, the on, on the toes. Did she have one on her toe? I didn't notice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm trying to wonder if they were. Now it's like one now of those. It it's again. like one of those. Does a dog wear pants like this or like this? <laughs> do hot dog? Do married people in a hot dog finger world wear a wedding ring on their toe or on one of their hot
0: dogs? Uh, talk, uh, talk about a George Carlin sentence no one's ever said before. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah. And again, I love the, the the Matrix bullet stop where it's like, you know, they're shooting the bullets at her. But then it's like, oh, she realizes she can control all of this. You know, yeah. it's all been a job. So it's like, OK, well, she's able to stop it. And then, again, this is the, the like the epic fight scene, what I guess is an anti-fight scene because the idea is like everyone's coming at her to attack her but then she does things that like remind them of like, you know, beauty in their lives and so yeah. like, they just kind of like trail off and just like chill. You know, so the, the first person who attacks is that, that sort of uh, bigoted dude from earlier, the dude with the beard and then she's like, does this thing and like sprays something sprays in his face perfume, that reminds him of his, yeah. his wife. And so he's like, he flips towards the camera and he looks so happy and bald She now. She looks
1: like she's breaking <laughs> a guy's neck, but it turns out she's actually like tapping into a universe where she's a chiropractor and fixing his <laughs> alignment yeah, it's so and cool. Then, and then spanking the kinky uh, dude. <laughs> yeah. And just the like, close up on his face. And you he's see like,
0: the drool go yeah. down and he's like, oh, he's like ecstasy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But that's what that's what I'm saying. Like them recontextualizing these scenes, so you can recognize the homage of the Matrix and stuff. But it's pushed in a new context, where it's just like it doesn't just feel like it's just aping that scene. It's just like oh, if you remember, you'll you can acknowledge that. But it's like, but it's so much more than that because it's doing. You know, it's not just re- it's not just doing Matrix Four. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, she literally—well, I guess not literally—figuratively kills with kindness. Uh... <laughs> and oh, this is what I was getting at. Like, th- this is the thing that I feel like a lot of movies have been trying to do lately. The sort of like the grand finale of the movie is not really fighting to kill someone, but fighting to get them to be good or to change them, right? And so I feel like uh, the-, the Spider-Man, like far uh, the last movie, Far From Home or whatever it was. I really didn't like the way that movie was because, spoiler for a movie that's not that good, um, <laughs> the way the movie is, it's like, oh, these people, these villains were just about to die and now we've brought them to this universe but we've got to send them back to their universe where they're going to be killed anyway uh, <laughs> as soon as they get back there. But uh, all the spider man must work together to give them a goodness serum that'll make them good so that when we send them back, they'll just die anyway. You know, it, like it's so like a stupid, like, what? (laughs) They're working together to make a goodness serum to make the bad guys good. Like, what are you even talking about? But that's what I mean. Like, this is cheap. Like, that's cheap. Well, we're good guys and we we can't make the movie anymore where we just kill the bad guy. So we've got to do the thing where we make them good before they go back to the same universe where they're just about to die anyway. You know, it's such a stupid thing. But in this movie, it does that sort of like, oh, like, we're trying to change you, but in a good way where it's actually the payoff is these people's the things that make them emotionally happy, you know what I mean? And also on top of that just in a lot of, like, uh, uh, you know, movies where you'll see action happening, or, or like, in comic books, actually. It's kind of, uh, you know, if you read comic books, there's always this thing of, like, oh, we're having this full conversation while we're, like, fighting through entire buildings somehow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're able to have this full dialogue where, like, well, I feel this way about, goodness, well, I feel this way about why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know? It's, like, somehow we're able to have this cohesive conversation through all of this noise of buildings being destroyed, you know what I mean? Um, but this does that in a way where it's, like, you know, the action's scaled down, and actually like makes sense how they're talking to each other and it actually i really enjoy the way that like you know you see the scene where like you know uh, um cha- chapu oh, jobu too <laughs> jobu topaki
1: <laughs> i didn't realize when i saw the movie in theaters that that was like a first and last name and i'm curious about because i just heard jobu topaki and i thought it was like one long word and but she's credited as jobu topaki and it's like, what is? But it is like,
0: just nonsense, isn't it? Like,
1: I don't know. I'm curious about that. If, if like, why does she have a different name? Was that like her name in that universe? What's What's up with that? Yeah, d- d- maybe that's something I should have looked up before it was recorded.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, wait. it means something so deep, and okay. us dumbasses. Uh... Oh,
1: I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna. What does Jobu Tupaki mean? <laughs> what does Jobu Tupaki mean? Uh, and, oh, there's a subreddit for this uh, movie. How about that? Um, somebody asked what it means and somebody responded, oomph town, uh, responded, I think Evelyn hits the nail on the head in the movie. You're just saying random sounds (laughs) after being shattered. Joy's identity is shattered and experiencing random moment after random moment. So joy chooses a name that becomes an embodiment of that. That's what I took from it anyway. Uh, And then, Oh, Oh, but, Oh, but then, Somebody responded, that's not it. It's a Sanskrit name. Jamie Lee Curtis's character is dressed like a Hare Krishna in her evil form. Mm. The name is based on Sanskrit phonetics, at least. Mm. And then somebody said, it's for Lewis Carroll's Jabberwocky. The poem is a nonsense language, and Jabberwock is a monster. Okay, now um, we're
0: just going into fan f- f- theories at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's Sanskrit, or it's a reference to Jabberwocky, or it's just nonsense yeah. sounds. So anyway.
0: A, a bit of a, a bit of nonsense now and then is cherished by the wisest men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so like I said, such a creative scene. And like I said, the way that they do the scene where it's uh, Jabba Topaki is trying to fight. And she does like the sort of fighting stance. And then Michelle Yeoh looks like she's about to do a fighting stance, but then opens her arms into the hug. And it's yeah. just like that moment of like, I'm not going to fight you. I love you, and I'm your mother. Yeah. And, like, there's a moment where she keeps calling her Evelyn, and she's just like, stop calling me Evelyn! Yeah. I am your mother! And, like, yeah. Sarah, it's, like uh, oh, and it's, like, she, likes tries, like, chasing her, and it cuts to, like, the rock scene, where the rocks start moving. And Yeah, yeah she, like, she turns around as the rock with the googly eyes, with eyes on it, and she's just so like, great. there are no rules! And yeah. she's like, I'm
1: coming to get you! And, and she's like, get away from me! She's like the runaway, She's like the mommy and
0: the runaway bunny. Oh, it's so cute oh <laughs> well, yeah and then i said like god damn it they made me care about the raccoon thing because <laughs> yeah. like he has a moment where he's just like i didn't know anything before he taught me you know it's like I- i'm worth something now because of this guy you know and like he's he's he means something to me and it's like and she's like we're gonna go get him and so it's like that's part of the and moment they of her. Turns,
1: like riding each other's shoulders <laughs> yeah. or, like, each
0: other. like, well. uh, and then oh my goodness so you know you have the moment where like She's about to go in, into the donut and like, or the, the bagel, bagel, and she's trying to stop her. And then the, the granddad is saying like, you know, like, no, don't stop her from going into there. You know, it's like, uh, like, you know, this, this needs to happen or something to that effect. And she goes like, no, I'm no longer willing to do to my daughter what you did to me, basically. Like, she just fucking confronts him on it, you know? And so we cut back to the earlier part this is all mixed and matched I can't remember yeah. wh- what time yeah. this takes place but um basically you know we have the resolution of like wait what did you say to to the woman that made her like you know like reconsider so like they're sitting next to each other like yeah why did you you know what made you reconsider and she was like well I remember when I was served my papers you know I, I drove my car through my husband's house <laughs> you know yeah. and so it's like that real human connection moment of like yeah and it's like so you're like your your husband just explained to me what your situation is, and I understand, and I, I just love that human moment of just like, yeah, no, she did fly off the handle, that was a far but we're still human beings and like you know what i'm saying and yeah. and and at first the daughter tries to because you see it the daughter in the background going like oh it's just a statistical anomaly that that you got let off the hook yeah. but then it's like no it actually connects to a human moment of like i've had this tragedy too and i'm relating to you and i want to give you a second chance because you know you're human you know what i'm saying right. um so like it It's a beautiful moment. (laughs) Um, And then, oh yeah, because that's when she says like, that's when she gives her the moment she's like, yeah, you know, and like that's when I learned something. It's unlovable bitches like us that make the world go round, you know. Basically trying to be, shows out there to be being like, yeah, I know, like nobody likes you nobody likes me either. And then she goes like, you know, Michelle goes, Yell goes like, no, like, that's when she gives her that emotional moment. You know what I'm saying? And she's just like, no, you do deserve love and everyone does and in fact, there's an alternate universe where you do, you know, get that love. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And he says, you may see all your uh, fears squeezed into her but it's okay because the universe gave her someone kind and patient to make up for what she lacks. Like, Oh, the dialogue of this moment where it's just like like it admits like yes these aren't perfect people yes no, 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 no. but you know what we have someone that, that, that can help guide us and yeah. that's like part of our reason why we you know we, we soldier on for the people that love us So it's like oh man you know yeah. uh, that's why I said like lots of movies try to do the fighting scene but it leads to understanding and like they can't pull it off so many times like I said with this, that Spider-Man movie oh we'll just inject him with goodness serum and that'll yeah. make them good you know what I mean that's when she gets connects to her and she says maybe they there's something that made you search for me. The daughter goes like, well, I want you to let me go. Like you need to let me go and make me, let me make my own decisions. And that's when you get the moment where she goes out to the car and is leaving. And then that's when you get the moment where she's like disappearing into the, the donut basically. And she says to her, it's like, okay, well, if you're going to go, I'm going to let you go, but I'm going to cherish every single moment I have with you left. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what was like, you see her about to leave. And then you see her literally about to like disappear into the donut. But then she's like, she comes back through it, and she, like, grabs her hand and pulls her through it. It's such a fucking strong-ass moment. Um, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, what the hell are you doing? Even <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, go see it again! <laughs> Put down to eight fifty and go see this movie. Really
1: worth, really worth a rewatch.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just want to say that final song is so damn cool. Remember how like the movie ends and like you hear that like weird song that sounds like a song
1: over the credits. Yeah, it feels like it's slowing
0: down and speeding up. Like it's so weird. It so feels like modern movies. You guys. (laughs) So yeah, all in all, good ass fucking movie. Definitely check it out. It's a solid film. There's like maybe one or two things that I was a stickler about like concerning action scenes, but this is like, it's so much more than that is a thing. If this doesn't sweep at the awards, we fucking riot, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is an incredible... Movie. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up really quick. Uh, the diversity, right? This movie is legitimate diversity. It gives you the actual stories of these Chinese people. Not right. only a Chinese person, but it, a Chinese American. It's not just,
1: hey, look, we cast an Asian person. Are happy? It's like actually personal and specific. And I was there's a, a um, Chinese American writer that I follow on Twitter who was saying... You know, that this is a ring so true mm. to that particular immigrant experience mm. and um and it's so much more interesting for it for yeah. for having you know, stories and characters told in such a way that isn't just the same thing you hear over and over
0: And and not like on a whack-ass MCU movie where it's like, oh, here's a story about Iron Man, this white guy, and it's 90% just all about him, and oh, let's tack on this one scene where a Chinese woman helps him out with this one thing, and look, see, we satisfied all the quadrants, and it's like, no, you fucking didn't, you know? Like,
1: having an action movie starring a middle-aged Chinese woman... Is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, and, and like she like she is allowed to be a full character. You know, it's not even that she's like like she's allowed to be dynamic. She's yeah, allowed she, to and
1: she's flawed and she doesn't have to be just this sort of like typical super slick action star. Like right. she's a person.
0: Yeah, yeah. So for that alone, uh, like I gotta give this the uh, review a new stamp of approval. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely check this fucking movie out, guys. Uh, we, we, we've been there with your new podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, if you want to support the podcast, kofi.com slash rap critic, if you want to request something, or patreon.com slash rap critic, if you want to hear the episodes early, plus join the rap critic patreon discord, chat with me and fellow fans. We sometimes watch movies. We actually watch this movie on the uh, discord beforehand. So, you know, you, you can get in on it too. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but until next time, uh, I'm DJ. I'm Evan. And. Right here, right now There's no other place I'll ever be, be. Right here,
1: right now Watch in the world without that history Oh, I
0: saw the decade